Hey there, and welcome to the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. You're in the right place if you're an online coach or service provider and want to learn how you can leverage a podcast to sign more high-ticket clients and attract premium speaking opportunities. I'm your host, Rosemary Callender, Podcast Launch Strategist and founder of Too Busy to Podcast, a podcast launch company serving impact-driven women entrepreneurs and coaches. Now let's dive into another episode of this limited series podcast. So hopefully you've done some market research calls and you now have a solid list of episode topics to work through because in today's episode, I'm teaching you how to align your podcast content with your paid offers so that you can convert more clients into your programs, your courses, your one-to-one therapy sessions, whatever services you offer. Can I get a hell yes? I'm so excited about this episode. You cannot even believe this is what I like to call the content pillar strategy. And every podcast should have one. When I do podcast audits, this is definitely something that is missing. If you haven't heard of a content pillar strategy before, it's literally just like a framework for your podcast content. Or maybe you've heard the term content buckets. You might find that, you know, I use these terms interchangeably throughout the episode, but content pillars are the fundamental themes or topics that form the foundation of your podcast content strategy. They represent the key categories around which your content will revolve. Bit of a side note, your content pillars tie in with your overall podcast niche which you would have decided upon in episode four. So if you haven't locked in your podcast niches yet, you're going to want to pump the brakes listening to this episode. Remember I said that your podcast is like a jigsaw puzzle? Well, this is just a little bit of a reminder of that. So hit pause on this episode if you still need to work out your podcast niche and then come back later when you have full clarity around what your niche is going to be. Now, before we dig into today's content, I would love to invite you to join me on a 20 minute clarity call where we can, you know, hash out anything that's come up for you. That's keeping you stuck. Any questions that you might have, this is the opportunity for you to get those questions answered, those blocks released me, you zoom 20 minutes so that you can move forward with the clarity that you need and the confidence that you need to move forward with your podcast launch process. So I've now included the link for that clarity call in the show notes for you. So click the link and get on my calendar so that I can give you the support that you are looking for. So aligning your podcast content with your offers is important, crucial for several reasons. Number one, building authority and trust. When you consistently discuss topics related to your offerings on your podcast, you're establishing yourself as an expert or an authority in your niche. This builds trust and credibility among your audience, making them more likely to consider your products or services. Number two, lead generation and conversion. So by addressing topics that directly relate to your offers, you can naturally create opportunities to introduce your digital products, your services, maybe you're an affiliate for someone else's stuff. It just makes it easier for you to bring those things up on your podcast. 
I remember when I didn't do this as well as I did it now. Um, and it just felt hard. So yes, I was talking about podcasting, which can be a broad topic because there's so many different phases, right? Of podcasting. But at a time when I was focused on, you know, managing my client shows, there were probably certain topics that I was best suited to talk about on my podcast as they directly related to those management packages that I provided support for to my clients. But instead, maybe I'm talking about launching um, and that might feel more difficult to naturally lead into, well, hey, I'm a podcast manager. My listeners will then be, well, are you a launch? What like what do you do? They'll just be confused. So I do I do speak of this from a personal experience, but once I was able to shift that, I saw higher conversion rates from my podcast and I saw higher download consumption rates because my audience were more engaged and interested in what I was talking about on my podcast. Number three, connects you with the right audience. So when you align your content with your offers, it helps you to attract an aligned audience, right? Aligned audience as in your ideal clients, which makes it more likely for you to be able to convert those listeners into your clients or customers. So by tailoring your content to suit their interests, their needs, all that kind of stuff, you connect with an audience that resonates with your brand and is more inclined to engage with your offers to buy your offers, to sign up for your offers. And then finally, it enhances brand consistency. Aligning your content with your offers ensures that you are portraying a consistent brand messaging. And consistency isn't just important in terms of, you know, releasing your podcast episodes. Consistency is also important when it comes to reinforcing your brand identity, because that will make it easier for your audience to recognize and relate to your brand as a whole. So there's lots of reasons, but those are my top four as to why it's important to align your podcast content with your offers. So now that we're clear on why you should align your podcast content with your offers, let's dig more into content pillars, content buckets, whatever you want to call them, right? So as I mentioned, content pillars provide a clear framework for brainstorming, creating, and organizing your content, your podcast content. That also reinforces your brand's messaging by consistency, focusing on the topics that reflect your values, your thought leadership, and your expertise. This in turn helps in establishing trust, establishing trust with your audience and authority in your niche which is critical for converting your podcast listeners into clients, but also getting booked as a speaker. Content pillars also make it easier for you to come up with new episode ideas because you can break down a topic, one topic from different angles, perspectives, personal stories, or case studies. You really can take one sort of overarching topic and break it up into 10 different episodes with the right strategy. So let's get into how you align your podcast content with your paid offers. This is something that I work through with my clients. So first, 
You want to choose the offer you're going to be selling, promoting on your podcast. Please don't miss this step. And I'm not saying that you can only talk about one offer for the entirety of your podcasting journey. No, but when you're launching your podcast, pick one offer that you want to focus on. I often recommend that it's, you know, four figure, five figure investment. Yes, you can convert. A lot of people either think that you can't convert from your podcast, that you need to send them to an email list, or if they do believe you can't convert, they think that they need to take baby steps, like podcast to $97 thing. No, my VIP day is a four figure investment. And I have converted clients directly from my podcast as a result of my show. And I know that because when I get on a call with them or when we're chatting in the DMs, they'll say that to me outright, or they might say, oh yes, I was listening to your episode and you said X, Y, Z. And what they repeat back to me isn't something that was in the show notes. So that proves to me that they actually did listen to the podcast episode. But it's really important that you choose one offer ideally, you know, one that's like 997 or four figures. You then want to decide on three to four content pillars. Remember, they should relate to your podcast niche, which is your overarching topic for the podcast. You break down those content pillars into two to three subtopics. And then finally, map out 10 episode ideas per subtopic right? So let's, let's quickly go through that again. First, choose your offer. Second, decide on your three to four content pillars. Third, break down those content pillars into two to three subtopics. And then four, map out 10 episode ideas per subtopic. So once you've got your content pillars in place, you're going to be able to create consistent, valuable content that resonates with your audience. So to give you an example, the content pillars for the podcast that amplifies show are starting a podcast, podcast content that converts, podcasting as a marketing tool for your business and podcast systems, i.e. staying consistent, right? So all of my episodes for maybe the last few months, because I made some changes, will all fall into one of those four categories. Although sometimes I may talk about a topic that falls slightly outside of the scope, but isn't completely left field. So for example, I once interviewed a book coach about writing your first Amazon bestseller. And she was a perfect fit for my podcast because I know a lot of my ideal clients have write a book on their vision board, the same way how they have start a podcast on their vision board. So even though this topic doesn't directly fall into one of the content buckets I mentioned before, right? My audience will still find it helpful because I know that a lot of them want to write their first book. Um, but also I would love to educate them on how their podcast could help them write their first book. So it wasn't just a random conversation about writing, you know, an Amazon bestseller. I was able to, and part of that is really educating your guests on the spin that you want to take the conversation. But we were able to talk about how you can use your podcast content to write your first book. And she gave examples of how she supported her clients in doing so. So I don't want you to feel boxed in or trapped 
by having content pillars. This is something that has come up with a client or two of mine in the past. They're there, they've been created, right? To help you stay on topic. They're not created to limit your creative freedom or flexibility, or they're definitely not going to lead to you talking about the same thing over and over and over again. But having this content pillar strategy will really help you to create cohesive content that naturally leads into your offers. And it will make it easier for you to link your offers to what you're talking about because it's all part of the ecosystem, so to speak. So I'm going to leave that with you. Your action step for today is to identify the offer that you're going to focus on for your launch. If you have an annual launch calendar that you use in your business, I recommend referring to your launch calendar because your podcast should align with what's going on in your business at all times. I recommend sticking to one offer per month, maybe when you're starting out, maybe even stick to three months. That will be even better. Otherwise, you run the risk of confusing your audience. And you know what they say, confused minds don't buy. Then pick your three to four content pillars. These should be linked to the main problem your listeners or clients are experiencing. Break these down into subtopics and map out some episode ideas, probably 10 for each subtopic. So the the episode ideas you got from your market research calls, you can start categorizing them under the relevant subtopics. And then finally, plug your episode ideas into your content calendar in your project management tool, your Google sheet, whatever it is that you use, so that when you are coming to prep and record your episode idea, your episodes, they are readily available to you. Now, there are a few additional steps that I take with my clients, but this is a good stepping stone for you for today. I have included an example of this in your workbook in case helpful. If you haven't downloaded a copy of the workbook as yet, head to the link in the show notes below or go to toobusytopodcast.co.uk slash workbook to grab your copy. Don't skip this step, right? This content strategy is the key to creating high converting podcast content. Again, grab your free 20 minute clarity call. If you prefer, you can reach out to me at info at toobusytopodcast.co.uk or send me a DM on Instagram at toobusytopodcast. I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Podcast Launch Strategy Limited Series. Before you go, can I ask you a cheeky favor? If you took away something valuable from this episode, can you share it on Instagram? Just take a screenshot of the episode on your phone, share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Too Busy to Podcast. I'll be sure to reshare it and shout you out on my stories too. The more we share, the more we can get this podcast into the ears of more online coaches and service providers just like you who want to leverage the power of podcasting for their business. Until next time.